0: The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide.
1: Good morning, you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Janine. And this is Get the Funk Out. And uh, let's see, coming up next, this is a good one. Steve McDonald is standing by. He's an artist and author. He has uh, written this amazing, beautiful book called Fantastic Cities, and he's here to share it with us. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. Thank you so much for calling in.
0: Oh, you're welcome. It's a pleasure.
1: I am read some of the um, press on you and uh, I love what you're doing and I actually had uh, read that uh, adult coloring books have really become a big thing like people are having parties and you know you're never too old to be doing this
0: no apparently not it's going through the roof as far as these coloring clubs and coloring enthusiasts and people out uh, there seems to be people everywhere on the planet right now enjoying this concept of adult coloring I like the term expert coloring
1: expert coloring I like that. So tell me, how did you come up with this idea?
0: Um, I, I, I was in Indonesia with my family for a couple of years, and the reason that's connected to the answer to your question is it gave me a two-year period to sort of create a body of work that was personal and no, I didn't have to worry about selling it or clients because it, it was a cheaper place to live, and my wife had a wonderful job at a school over there. Okay. Uh, And so I ended up with this collection of line drawings that I'd been wanting to do for years. I didn't actually intend on them being a coloring book initially, but when I finished the whole body of work and looked at it and thought, you know, what could this be, a a series of prints, a gallery show, Mm -hmm. or a book? And my kids and a few clients kept typing up from the background, coloring book, coloring book. (laughs) Um, You know, I've had the question a number of times, is that a serious thing or should as soon as I was able to sort of check my artistic ego and really look at the benefits of doing a coloring book for myself, for other people, for the to get the work out there, to have this wonderful collaboration with people. It just made total sense.
1: Yes, and a lot of times you can't see it. You're too close to it, and then he, to hear the feedback from others. Well,
0: exactly, and like I said, I did have to check out and be objective and look at my career from a different point of view, and, you know, as an artist, you, you spend years being serious and standing in the corner of galleries around right. your, your work that's framed and expensive, and only a certain segment of the population actually gets to go home with those pieces and put them on their walls. Yes, um, the coloring opens up the whole game to everyone and I, I thought that was amazing
1: So these are real aerial views of cities from around Almost the world. Almost all
0: of the ones in the first book. There, there are some kaleidoscopic Mandela versions of the drawings uh-huh. interspersed but all the actual drawings are pretty much very accurate painstakingly detailed drawings of real cities on the planet
1: Can you share a little bit about the process of creating this?
0: Oh, of course I. I it, it's They get created in a couple different ways. Uh, I work uh, with ink and pencil on paper. I work with brushes and ink on board. I also work with a stylus on a nice big tablet digitally. Mm -hmm. Um, There's actually examples of all three in the book, and they're hard to tell the difference. Once they're reduced and published and put into that format, you actually can't tell the difference. Uh, because of that, most of the work going forward has been done on the stylus. I really enjoy working digitally. I saw Any that kind of tool, uh, you know, movie set designers or game designers or video, most illustrators that kind—it's of, a digital tool with a style. It's still my line. It's still a pen.
1: Okay. You know? I, I was going to say I saw a clip. I put it on my blog, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. It's a great show. Uh, thank you. I I have a, a clip of you working with your stylus and that you know, computer screen. I was amazed. I love it.
0: You know why? I mean, it took years for the tools to catch up to the craft in a way that um, you don't want to let the computer work for you, and you don't want to let the digital tools overtake your artistic thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, But when they got to the point where my work could just be transferred directly to that, and people actually could no longer tell the difference whether I did that. I mean, if, if you really know what you're looking at, you can tell the difference, but I was able when the tools caught up and were allowed me to do what I wanted to do, what I was doing with ink on paper. Then I started using them because for publishing and for commercial illustration, it's fantastically manipulatable, sendable, transferable, printable—all, all the above.
1: It's, um, how long does it take you, though, to create something like this? Oh, they take,
0: it's a funny question. They do take a long time. Yes. Whether I'm working on paper or whether I'm working on the stylus or whether I'm working on the wall, they take a long time. Mm-hmm. But the, it's almost an impossible question to answer. There is no standard time. Some sure. of them, just like writing a song or, or composing a poem or... right. Sometimes it just comes out of you get really nice and easy, and sometimes you struggle. Right. Um, so they take a different amount of time, each of them, and the detail and the complication doesn't necessarily mean they take more time. Sometimes it's so laid out and ready that it, it, the more detailed one takes less time, believe it or not.
1: Mm-hmm. It's um, also so educational because, I mean, I know I haven't traveled to many of the places that are in your your coloring book. So, you know, you're looking at this going, oh, I didn't know that was there, and, you know.
0: I really hope it does serve as, it, you know, we had three sort of purposes in mind for the book. The first one is a coloring book. It's a creative outlet for people and, and you know, get your colors out and have fun. Mm-hmm. The second one was sort of a log, an uh, uh, architectural uh, journey around the planet, which maybe is slightly educational, too, if you spend enough time looking at all these buildings and all these different styles. I mean, you go away with a new set of architectural language, be it a visual one, uh, but you still go away with some knowledge, I think, if you work your way through that book, for sure.
1: I find it really interesting, uh, Before, I, like I said, before I had even heard about your book, that there's this big craze of parties being thrown where adults are just sitting around you know, coloring. And, the, and it's because I think, I know, um, you know, life gets so serious and things take over and we lose that time to be creative and have an outlet and you forget what it's like to be a kid.
0: I do think it speaks to our, our ever-fast, quicker paced world of digital devices and you 're always online and you 're mm-hmm. always i think color it came along at the right time, and like i said it 's equatable to a lot of other creative pursuits, but it 's easy, and it was accessible and it allowed people hey there's something I can shut everything down and be present for half an hour or an hour or more yes and it 's easy i don 't have to it doesn 't take a lot of preparation. I can do it for myself i don 't have to show it to anyone i don 't have to get it marked right. it 's not it, so I think it came along at the right time, and I, I'm sure there'll be other things that come along that sort of allow us to check out of this world that's so quick and so digital, and you're always online. Right. Sometimes it's it nice is. to use that other side of your brain and just be present. It and, is. It is. Get away from all that.
1: Um, I remember going to a party one time. I knew whether it was pottery or it was uh, stationery making, but I, this is so interesting because um, we live in such a technology-focused society, and it... I don't know. It just feels like it's just a fun thing where there's no there's no wrong answer, you know.
0: Well, and there's no, I, you know, all that technology is wonderful. It's made our lives wonderful in so many ways. But you got to keep the balance there, I think. Yes. And some something that you see happening regularly is is people falling into that digital world and not spending enough time in the real world. Right. Um, and if it's coloring a book or taking a walk in the park or spending some time with your kids, uh, anything, I think, where you can be present and offline is great. And if my books are falling into that category or coloring books in general, then you yeah. can't really knock that.
1: Um, you know, it's funny. I looked at the at the book online, and I remembered when I was younger and I would travel, um, and, and it was just me and my mother and... She would get me these books, and they were very, very detailed coloring books. I, I, perhaps you've seen them. They're they're just these really ornate designs, and a little psychedelic, some of them, or whatever. Yeah. And and I and I would do them for hours. And well, when
0: the doodle art stuff came out, I don't know how old you are. I won't even ask. But the, I'm not when I was a kid in the <laughs> '70s, the <laughs> yeah. doodle art stuff was really big, and you got these poster sets. Okay. They were incredibly detailed, and they came with a pack of markers, and uh-huh. they were big enough that two or three of you could sit around and work on them.
1: Yeah, that's fun. So yeah. they're
0: similar. You know, there's always been this creativity made easy, I think. Right. Um, right. Whether it's paint by numbers or doodle art or coloring books or, or patterned and knitting that comes all ready to go. or You know, if it, hopefully it leads people to their own, you know, more advanced forms of creativity. Maybe mm-hmm. they start doing their own drawings. Maybe they start doing their own paintings. Sure. Uh, I mean, that would be great.
1: Um, now, I want to talk about your background because you're a lifelong traveler. And uh, t- tell me about that.
0: I, do, I like to call myself a lifelong traveler. I grew up in the Middle East. My father was a doctor, and we went over there in the 70s. When I have three siblings, so we have four little kids. He dragged us over to the Middle East. And it was supposed to be a two-year adventure, but it sort of turned into a 20-year adventure for my parents. Wow. Um, we traveled extensively, and I think they fell in love with that expat. Or I know they fell in love with that expat lifestyle and the ability to travel all over the place. And So mm-hmm. we went back and forth all the time. And I sort of continued that into my adult life. It gets in your blood if anyone else, if you know, yeah. if you do anything enough. And I, as an adult, I spent some time in Italy after art school. And then my family and I, we've, been in, we've lived in India, we've lived in Indonesia, and we do like to travel. Yep. I, I think it's a great way of expanding your, your outlook and your viewpoint on, the, on people and the planet. And sure. Anytime you get more familiar with people that are completely different, you're going to have more empathy for them and everything they're going through and... You know, it's, it, I don't think there's much that's wrong with traveling.
1: You know, it would be interesting if you did a coloring book on the different uh, features and styles of clothing from people from around the world.
0: It's. You know, this. It, it's an endless sort of... Yes. Round, if you want to get into the travel the world in a book kind mm-hmm. of concept, it, it goes uh-huh. on and on and on. And we right. do have a whole bunch more books coming. Mm-hmm. Um, the second book is similar to the first book it's a travel log based on architecture but we get into buildings a little more castles and
1: oh.
0: individual buildings really cool stuff and once again it's from all over the planet yes. there, the books after that i'm not going to talk about much but there, there's okay. the same sort of thing we want to share we want these to be universal sort of we want all the books to feel like a universe they weren't created out of one place sure. um yes and obviously, you know, you go on and on. The world's full of wonderful objects and people and buildings and places to draw and
1: color. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so inspiring that your, you know, childhood inspired you to do this.
0: I think, uh, you know, uh, it, it, it's for sure. Um, mm-hmm. I've always wanted to be an artist and, and dragging me around the planet, mixing, being able to mix the two things has been, I, I feel my. I feel very fortunate and very lucky. Um, but it's, you know, there's a lot of people around that have helped me throughout. The, the sort of journey, and I've got a lot of support. So
1: that's good. You know. That's good. Uh, now you're a graduate of the Ontario College of Art and Design. I read.
0: I am indeed. OCAD. It was. It was known as the Ontario College of Art when I went there. It's a. It's a great institution in downtown Toronto, right in the center of a lot of what's happening in this country as far as commercial illustration, fine art. You know, it's a big city, so it was mm-hmm. a great place to go to school. We, ha- our teachers were all practicing professionals out there in the real world. It, it was. My art education was worthwhile.
1: That's great. Now the theme of the show is get the funk out. Have you ever found yourself in some kind of funk, career funk, or, or whatever type of funk? And oh, well, of course and, I have. Yeah. So I'm maybe just some advice for, you know, we're starting new year. Sometimes people's expectations are way too high about what they want to achieve and do, and maybe some kind of advice that would help.
0: Advice from me? Oh, wow! You're putting me on the spot. <laughs> I think I think maybe what we've already talked about. I think get the funk out. If you want to do that, then maybe you should check out for a little bit and be present. Turn off all the digital devices around you. Maybe even turn off your phone Yes. and pull out a guitar or some needlepoint or some pottery, or even better, pull out a coloring book All right. <laughs> and spend some time with yourself doing something creative and see how that affects your brain.
1: I agree. I think I was saying to my first guest, Brett Blumenthal, that We're so tied into technology, and it just affects us that we forget how to just let go and listen to music and focus on something else that's creative. Exactly. You know? So where can people find out more about you? You might have mentioned that earlier on. Uh,
0: We haven't talked about it. There's there's a number of places online. My website is artbysteve.squarespace.com. Okay, and then if you go to, you know, Instagram or Facebook and search Fantastic Cities, you'll find a wealth of stuff. And there is a page on Facebook, and there's a lot of it. There's a, there's a, if you check the Fantastic Cities tag on Instagram, there's a couple thousand user offerings of what they've done with the book and how they've colored the pages. That's really cool to look at.
1: Oh, good. And like I said, I put all your info and in some links. You've got some great press, The New Yorker, The Atlantic.
0: We've had um, some wonderful attention. I think it's, it's been a combination of the trend, obviously, and there's an interest in it. The architectural crowd jumped on board and they've been really supportive and it, I, I can't it's been a wonderful ride and and it's 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 been fun
1: That's great. and I love how you know you really don't have to be an adult to enjoy your books because I think there is an educational component. I think you were saying from ten to seventy or
0: well, I and think then, yeah. there's an educational component, and that's why you, uh, I do prefer the term expert coloring books. Okay. Um, because I think I've seen some 8-year-olds do a better job coloring these pages than some 6-year-olds. <laughs> so I don't think there's any, you know, there is a certain amount of motor, fine motor skills that you're going to need to color some of these pages. So there's a basic lower end maybe, mm-hmm. but these are for everyone. Oh, it's great. And if you're too young to stay inside the lines, then don't.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask Nothing wrong that. with
0: scribbling all over these pages with a good set of crayons.
1: <laughs> perfect, perfect. Yeah. Uh, I could almost see them as posters. I mean, they're yeah. so elaborate.
0: Well, I have seen that people do pull them out and frame them, but we are planning a poster set to come out later in the year that will be a select number. People, I've been asked and requested a number of times, can I get these in a bigger format? Mm-hmm. I want to put it on a table and, and have some wine with four of my friends and work on it together. Oh. Um, so we're, we are going to offer up some stuff like that later in the oh, year. Oh,
1: good. Oh, good. Yeah, they're really fascinating. I, I want to uh, get a copy and um, show them to my kids, too. So oh, that's, that's we really cool. enjoy it. I want to uh, thank you so much. Any last bit of advice for anybody who's creative that's maybe in a bit of a funk
0: well, game. and they're probably in more of a funk today because, it, it, you know, one of the most creative individuals that ever graced this planet is no longer with us. I know. And uh, so my, my, my advice is probably just to carry on and keep creating and keep making the world a better place.
1: Mm-hmm. I do want to mention I was amazed at the fact he spent all this time working on um, his newest release, Black Star, and... Nobody knew, obviously, except his family, that he had cancer, David Bowie. No,
0: he's an incredible individual, and, and the, the final chapter he's just written, is it, it'll be remembered forever, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right, Steve, I want to thank you so much for calling in, Steve McDonald. Throw out your website one more time.
0: Art by Steve, S-T-E-V-E dot Squarespace dot com.
1: And Instagram, one more time.
0: And Instagram is Steve D. McDonald. Okay. And there's a Facebook page for Fantastic Cities, which is really fun. It has all the blurbs and news and everything else. It's kind of the blog for the book.
1: Oh, good. All right. Well, thank you so much, Steve. And um, best of luck with everything. Sounds like you don't need any luck. but um, lots oh, of Luck
0: always comes in handy for all of us.
1: All right. All right. And <laughs> Happy New Year.
0: Happy New Year, too. Thank Thanks you for so having me on the okay. show. Okay.
1: Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was Steve McDonald calling in to talk about his beautiful coloring book called Fantastic Cities and if you've missed any part of the show it will be up on my blog which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org I'm going to take a music break and then standing by at the top of the hour will be Sheldon Abbott with Cure for the Blues